Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. The Thrivehood Podcast is a relevant life roadmap for boys and young men who want to thrive as they mature into manhood. I'll be your host, Tim Williams, and welcome to Thrivehood. Hey guys, welcome in Thrivehood Podcast. Tim Williams, your host. Hey, I want to apologize ahead of time if you hear some rumblings in the background. My next door neighbor has a tree service over and they're doing some things in his property and they've got some big earth movers over there. So anyway, I apologize ahead of time. But welcome in. Today is a special edition. It is the Halloween edition. And so we're going to talk about uh, some facts about fear and get into that a little bit. But first, I thought it would be very appropriate to bring to you, that's right, some bad dad jokes for Halloween. Yes, yes, yes. We love it. We love it. Okay. So, and I'm sure you're sitting there thinking to yourself, holy mackerel, dude, really? (laughs) But hey, I got to get a few out. Okay. Here's the first one. Why did the headless horseman get a job? Anybody? Anybody? He was trying to get ahead in life. Yes, he was the poor guy. Here's another one. The skeleton couldn't help being afraid of the storm. You want to know why? He just didn't have any guts. It's <laughs> terrible. These are so bad, but I love it. Okay, here's another one, and I'll save you the crazy and embarrassment after this. What can you catch from a vampire in winter? Anybody? Anybody? Frostbite. Yes, yes. Thank you, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be here all week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, (laughs) uh, let's move on to really a more serious topic. Facts about fear. Scientists say that most children experience anxiety, and rightly so. But they also say that by the time they get into their teenage years, anxiety tends to decrease, which is true. Well, why is that? Because you are moving into adulthood, you're moving into manhood, you're starting to learn more about life and try to figure some things out. I know you're still in the process of figuring things out. And let me just say this side note, the more you figure out, the less you don't figure out. Okay. Trust me. The more you know, the more you don't know. I I was having a conversation with my father-in-law the other day about that. I'm like, man, the more I think I know, the more I don't know. And it's, it's true. It really is true. So let's talk about a few topics here. First fact, most fear is learned. Most of the fear that you carry with you or you develop has been brought on simply by something that you've learned or brought onto yourself. Here's an interesting fact. And I, by the way, I have to credit my father-in-law, Don, for this particular bit of information. And so thanks, Don. I call him dad. So thanks, dad. Appreciate it. 
But this is really interesting as it relates to fear. Babies are born with really only two fears. They have the fear of falling and they have the fear of loud noises. That's it. That's all that they have from a fear standpoint when they come into this world. So think about that. What you're fearing now has been brought on. It's some way, some form, some fashion you have allowed and have opened yourself up to say, I might be afraid of that, or I'm fearful of that, or that concerns me, whatever the case. So understand that fear is actually learned. It isn't something that is supposed to be a part of our lives. It's something that we open ourselves up to and we allow in. So keep that in mind. Here's another one. You can inherit fear. You literally can inherit it. And this is very simple. If you are being raised by parents, guardians, those people that have a healthy have a healthy tendency towards fearing things. And I know we have parents and guardians listen to this. So guys, hey, this could be a wake-up call to you too, right? We have a tendency to sort of, uh, what's the, how would I say this? To, to sort of slide off or, or sort of push on to our children fears that we have of our, that we have. Fears that are part of who we are. We can have a tendency to, you know, I don't, I hate to say dump that, but in a way, dump that on to others. And, and quite honestly, I, I would say in a lot of cases, it isn't intended from guardians, parents, whoever's raising you. I don't think they try to do that. I don't think that's it at all. But there is a possibility that what you are afraid of has been brought down by generation. It could be generations, right? It could be more than just one. It could be several generations that have a fear of this or have a fear of that. So keep that in mind. Here's another one. We fear what we don't understand. We fear what we don't understand. If I can't understand something, if I'm, if there is something that's out there in the future that I can't wrap my mind around, let me, let me, let me say it this way. We don't know what the future holds. There are some people that are afraid of the, of the future, just as simple as that. But if we don't know how an outcome is going to take place, if we don't know what that, the final the final version of whatever this thing is that we're afraid of is going to turn out to be. We've got all of these different possibilities and scenarios. Well, that's what's developing the fear because we don't understand it. We don't know why that is. Here's, here's another one. Fear can distort reality. If you fear something, you're going to make a bigger deal of it than reality itself. It's very, very true because there is a heightened awareness and sense and concern over a specific fear, a concern that we have that someone else, your buddy next to you is going, man, I don't even know what you're talking about, but you could be just going bonkers, right? Because it's something that for whatever reason is in you and you rise, your fear level rises exponentially just because of that fear. Remember this too, fear is not the enemy. It can be the voice of reason, can be a good voice of caution or of practicality. And of those elements, they're, they're going to serve you well. Fear is good at times. The, the fear, if you see something happening, especially in a situation where it could be life-threatening and you need to, and, and either your fight or flight element kicks in into your life. You can look that up later, but that, that it's going to tell you whether or not you need to stand and fight or you just need to run and get out of there. In those particular situations, fear is good. So understand, 
fear isn't necessarily the enemy. Fear can, and fear can also be, in a, can be utilized and turned in a way so that it doesn't, it isn't fear anymore. It's, okay, there's something I'm afraid of, but let me do whatever I can to lessen how this might turn out. So let me do what I can do to help the outcome be as less concerning as possible is maybe a way to say that. Ultimately, what I'm trying to say is it's putting you in a position of being proactive and doing something in order to minimize possibly what you think the end might look like. And that's a good thing. It's putting you into action. It's helping you to adjust and making some changes. And it's and we all know that change is really good for us. A lot of us don't like it, but it'll help us in that area. A surge of fear tends to arise soon after we have a moment of truth. Let me say it another way. When we realize something, when we think there's something that's, that can happen, let me put it this way. Maybe there's an idea that appears in your mind There's about something, maybe something you want to do, something that you would like to do, whatever that is. There's a moment of truth. There's a moment of, oh man, that'd be great. And then right after that, fear seems to creep in. Do you know what it's doing? It's telling you, you can't do that. You can't make that happen. There's no way that's going to turn out the way you think it's going to turn out. There's no possibility of you being able to be on the football team. You can't be in that chess club. You're not going to be able to be the, the uh, you know, I don't know, be able to ask her on a date. You're not going to be able to, to do well in that Xbox game. Whatever. I know this may be simple to, may be simple to some people, but in your mind, all these things might have some importance for you. Okay. And those are probably bad examples. But the point I'm making is that that's another element of what fear tries to do. And for some of us, that's going to be more aggressive than others. But identify that in your life so that you can challenge that and you can counteract that. And then finally, the goal isn't to get rid of all your fear. That's not the goal. What the goal is, is to find out how you have the power to change the way you relate to fear itself. Get to know it. How does it spin your thoughts? How does it make you think? What does it do? How, do, you, do you see a pattern? Are you able to identify something when you're dealing with fear on a regular basis? As I said before, and I sort of touched on this, sometimes fear is good in the fact that if you see something coming, right? If you see a, a, an obstacle or a concern, in the future, and there's something that you might be able to do to at least alter it in your favor or make it less bad, that's how you're beginning to understand that fear can actually put you into action so that you can move forward and you can maybe make some changes that otherwise you wouldn't. And, and now, in some, in some cases, fear can be an ally to you to be able to move forward to change and to try to minimize the risk and the challenges in, in, the, uh, in the near future. So hope that was helpful. Appreciate you guys stopping by. And as always, stay strong.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.